To the bearded and non-bearded alike dispersed around the world, I'm your host, Tony. This is the Build a Beard Blogcast. Thank you for tuning in. The Build a Beard Blogcast is brought to you by thestandardbeardcare.com. Check out thestandardbeardcare.com whether you have a beard or not. Head over there, check out the vast array of products they have to maintain or to start growing that beard. All right, everybody. You ready to build? I'm ready to build. Here we go. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Build a Beard blog. For this episode, we're going to be checking back in with our partners at Cups of Cold Water Ministry. You can check out Cups of Cold Water Ministry on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Check out all their content, all their video interviews, hear great gospel proclamation, and you get a chance to partner with them too as they uh, continue their benevolence ministry throughout the streets of Maricopa County. I just want to warn you before this episode that this young lady we're going to talk to has been through some things in her life and has no problem expressing it. So some of the content could be a bit mature, so you may want to take caution with who's ever around while you're listening to this. But Alex has got a lot of important things to say and is obviously uh, very emotional about some of the things that have happened to her in her life. So you're going to hear James here conduct a pretty emotional interview with a young lady named Alex. We'll talk to you when it's over. I was like, I've been doing really good, like not picking my face and just letting it be, but sometimes I look at myself and I'm like... Do you pick because you, you do G or is it... <clears> no, like... Okay. I used I, to do that a lot. I was going to say, I want to be a dermatologist when I grow up. Okay. So I pick because I don't want that in my face. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, my name is James. I'm here with... Alex. Alex, it's nice to meet you, Alex. Hi. We've known you about, what, maybe an hour or so. Yeah. Gave you some clothes, gave you some food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just uh, give us a rundown on, on yourself. Like, how old you are, where are you originally from? Okay, so I'm 25. Um, I'll be 26 in March. Um, I'm from March here. March what? Third. Okay, mine's the seventh. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> Pisces gang. <laughs> right? Um, uh, I'm from here originally. I was born in Maryville. I've been out on the street for like a year now. Okay. Um, in October, um, it's my first time being on the street, actually. Is it? Yeah. Okay. A lot, of people, s- a lot of people think I've been out here a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you uh, you said you've been out on the street for about a year, but you said you had just recently got out of jail, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For uh, how long were you in there? I was only in there for a week. I oh. violated probation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you had some charges that you haven't, have you dealt with them and are yeah. you dealing with them now? Yeah, I'm dealing with them now. I just started probation. So I have, I was sentenced to two years, but in a year, if I do all the criteria, they'll, um, basically stop it at a year and then, um, they'll be able to, I'll be able to drop it down to misdemeanors instead of felony charges. Okay. So I'm kind of working towards that right now. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Now, uh, we did uh, give you a resource packet to try mm-hmm. to uh, help you. I know you got some other information as far as uh, you said your PO again to get off of, mm-hmm. trying to get off of probation, so you need to try to get clean, right? Yeah. What kind of substances are you on right now? Um, so, fentanyl is my drug of choice. I okay. do blues and um, I do G. Okay. Smoke weed occasionally. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, what? when did you start getting into that? Um, I've been using for close to five years now. Yeah. Like consistently. Um, when I first started using, I would like use for like a few months and then I'd go to detox and then I'd use for a few months and you know after like almost a year I finally went to rehab and I went to Crossroads for 38 days 
Um, but right after I got out of rehab, literally like a few days later, my grandma passed away from metastatic breast cancer. And then within the same year, my dad passed away from COVID. Um, wow. Yeah, so it was just kind of like back to back and I just succumbed to everything and I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm saying those are like my two best friends. Yeah. yeah and they just, they dipped out both at the same time. So I'm just like, y'all left me here. Yeah. So but, it kind of hit you hard there. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. And I just been consistently using since then. Yeah. I know a lot of times I say that to, to people, we, we constantly kind of go back to what we know and yeah. then kind of kind of cope with that. Yeah. Um, you know, we did tell you about who Jesus Christ was, why we're out here. Yeah. You know, we want to show the love of Christ. Now, you said that um, you're, you're trying to get out probation. You know, you recently had a, a passing of your, your two closest friends and mm -hmm. your dad and your, and your grandmother. Do you have any other family out here? Um, yeah, so my mom just got out of prison. Um, she just did 10 years. Um, but it's not, I guess it's not how I thought it was going to be. Um, she's kind of like up her girlfriend's ass, you know, and they were in together, so I get it. She's comfortable. But her relationship and the whole dynamic there is very triggering. And if I'm going to start taking steps in the right direction, that's not that's a not healthy place for me to be. Yeah, so I'm kind of like in limbo right now with that. But, I mean, I don't really talk to my mom other than she texts me like every once a week, are you alive? Yeah. <laughs> so okay. other than that, um, like I don't really talk to my step family like that. After my dad yeah. passed away, things are just kind of weird. Yeah. So it's just it the family I built out here, really. Okay. Now, um, you don't, you said your step, your step family, so your mother was previously married? My dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah, so okay. my dad got, um, he, like, he'd been with my stepmom since I was six months old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so she kind of, you know, she's been around. She's my little yeah. sister's mom. <clears throat> Love her, but they're just, I don't know, when I started using drugs, they kicked me out and just never looked back. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of. How do you feel about that? It sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really does. It sucks a lot, especially because, like, I have a little sister. I have younger siblings, and I don't How get many? to be a part of their lives. Um, I have, <clears throat> my dad has um, just one other child, and my mom has two other kids. Okay. So, You're the oldest? No, I'm the middle one, technically. Okay. My brother's older than me. He's a year and six months and a day older than me. And then um, my sister, Mackenzie, who is my stepmom's child, um, is seven years younger than me. Okay. And then Olivia's, like, 16 or 17 now. It's my mom's youngest youngest baby okay yeah. um, now out on the street uh, how is it that you uh, come up with money how do you to get money get money to survive um you laugh be honest yeah that's why I was like oh I'm on camera this is incriminating um I still I'm saying like okay. I, I will you gotta do what you gotta yeah, do yeah I do it mainly like everybody does it just to kind of keep up on their habit and I do it literally so I can eat food and put clothes on my back you know like okay. but um, I recently started looking for a job, so I'm kind of hoping that maybe I can get like a normal nine to five and start doing the right thing, yeah. especially with my probation and stuff like that. I need to be able to show that like I'm obtaining things without being a criminal. So, yeah. so you're yeah. not on colors or anything then? You're not, you're not having to take UAs, it's just a basic probation? Yeah, I do. So I'm on supervised probation. Okay. So I get a text message every morning that tells me, I just got it earlier too, that tells me if I'm going to test or not. And so, so, like, this okay. morning, it was like, good morning, you do not have to test today. So, okay, I was like, so, all right, cool. So, are you kind of, like, because you use, right? Do they, yeah. te do they test for the fentanyl? I don't know. It'll be, the first time I go drop will be my first time I dropped. I kind of have a trick up my sleeve. I don't want to use it all the time, but I just realistically don't see myself stopping using while I'm out here, at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the only way that I make this bearable. Right. Like it's, I couldn't imagine being out here doing everything that I'm doing 
Yeah. You're not being allowed to get high. Yeah. Yeah, it's stressful just to think about. So I feel like at least while I'm out here, I'll probably continue to use, but I really do want to like, start doing things different. Yeah. 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 I have a nephew that's almost 10. Like, I barely know him. You're missing a lot. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're like, missing a lot of their lives. A lot of your, Life you know, is not shocking to me. Yeah. So. You know, a lot of times people think that, you know, especially when you do drugs, we end up kind of uh, being in our own little world, and then everything around us just keeps going. Yep. And then next you know, the, everyone's old, they're having families themselves, and you're yeah. like, where, where is all the time gone? Yeah, literally. You know? And you're still young. I mean, you're 25, so you, you still have a lot of life ahead of you, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I don't have kids or anything, so, yeah. like, my dad really wanted to have grandkids, and I didn't really, like, really think about it until after he passed away. Yeah. So that kind of kicks me in my ass every once in a while. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to change things now. I feel like I should have spent my teen years preparing for my 20s, like everybody tried to get me to do, but I knew it all, so... Now I feel like I'm going to spend the rest of my 20s preparing for my 30s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's never too late, you know, because I, I was into my late 20s, and I was still using and yeah. getting high. And, um, you know, God blessed me and gave me a wife, gave me kids. That's awesome. And I got, an, I got the best job I've had ever, and he's just blessed me with just upon blessings upon blessings. And then mm -hmm. sometimes I lose sight of that, yeah. you know, because I think, well, I need this and I need that. Well, you know what? He's already provided for me. He's, mm -hmm. provide, he's provided you this. He's taken all my idols from me. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what addiction is, and that's what it's really sin. You know, yeah. and, and we sit there and we idolize something so much that, uh, it controls us, and it, our idols are the things that we think about most. Yeah. And it just consumes us. It does. Um, and it's... especially with drugs, it just tears you up. It yep. tears you up and then just breaks you down. And then uh, being out here, um, I know that, because I've been out on the street, I, yeah. I, you know, I've slept on curbs, slept in parks, so yeah, I know right. how it is. Um, and it kind of hits home because my sister's out here right now. Yeah. And then my, uh, my father also. So, um, you know, again, that's why we come out here. We come out here to show the love of Christ, let people know who he is and what he's done for you. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, call people to repentance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sometimes people look at it as not loving, but the most loving thing you could do is to show the love of Christ and who he is, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, what, I know you said that before you went to Crossroads. Yeah. Now, what is stopping you from actually going? Because I know you said, oh, I don't see me stopping uh, being out here. So it's kind of like a... a you you want to stop, but, yeah. you, but you can't because you're out here, and you're out here, so how is it, what do you think you need to do? I think right now the biggest thing that I'm dealing with is, like, I really, ex like, was banking on my mom coming home and her being a part of my support system. Mm -hmm. I think now that I don't have that, like, I'm, like, who I'm dealing with that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, you're all right. It's just me and my team. Yeah. That's it. And I'm all scared. Right. Yeah, okay. So, I think that I just need to stop being scared, you know? Yeah. If I can survive out here by myself, I know I can do that. It's just yeah. taking those first initial steps to do it. Yeah, and we want to help you with that. Okay, so you know we're not just out here trying to get interviews, letting people know. Here, here's a piece of food. You know, here's a water. We're here. If you want help, yeah. we, I give you the card. Our card. Yeah, our numbers man. are on it. If you want someone to talk to, someone to pray with. You know, go out to, to lunch or something. So you just want to talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get, get stuff off your chest and then start working your way into getting into a facility to be able to detox, do whatever you have to yeah. do to be able to start living your life. Because right now, you know, you, you, know, you don't look, you know, you've only been out here for a month because you said you went for, you know, a week or so to, to jail. Mm -hmm. And then you've been out here for about a year. Every day, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year that passes by, it's just gonna get worse. Yeah, and I feel stagnant. Know? Like, I feel like 
Like, I haven't progressed, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, things change every day, but, like, I'm stuck, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I shouldn't have put all my eggs in one basket, but I did, and I knew better. So now I'm just kind of, like, at this point where, like, I'm at a fork, you know? Yeah. And for whatever reason, I haven't taken those few steps, but, like, I get more and more, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, with you know what I'm saying? Like, I get yeah. more nervous every day. Like, like anti- anticipation, yeah, but I don't know what's gonna happen, but something's gonna happen. Yeah. And it just, it's building up, and it's been happening for, like, like, right before I went to jail, so it's been happening for, like, almost a month now, to where, like, I wake up and I'm just, or not even wake up, but I, I find myself being nervous all the time, or, yeah. like, my hands anxious, are sweaty, yeah, 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 yeah and anxious, I'm just like, what I, am I tripping about? Yeah. And I just know that something's happening in the world. My guardian angels are working really hard, I know that. Yeah. I work at double time right now. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned uh, fear, being scared, you know, especially about the future because we don't know what's going to come. Yeah. This is the beginning. This is in scripture. It says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Mm. So there's there's always a, a thing in our design that wants to fear, right? Yeah. We're meant to actually fear God who does know the future. Yeah. So it's in your hands. Makes sense. You transfer that fear into a reverence of God. I guarantee you that a lot of that anxiety that's built up, in mm-hmm. that, whatever's going on, it'll be put in perspective for you. Yeah. To you. Because what you described is exactly what my life was when I was out here on the streets. Yeah. Just yeah. like him. I was on meth. You know, I was on black. There was no fentanyl yet. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it was always around, but not the blues. Yeah, it wasn't like how it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like crack in the 80s, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's insane. It is. It's crazy. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would wake up to and I'm like, what the hell am I anxious about? Why am I so sweaty? Why am I? Mm-hmm. I used to say, you know what my problem is? Everything's still here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, though. if everything just went away. Yeah. And so God agreed, took everything away from me. Yeah, definitely. And that put me on, uh, that put a perspective in my heart, too, as well. It gave me Christ. Too. I think I'm... I'll let him finish the interview, but I just had to say that. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I appreciate that, because that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I try not to overthink it, because I'm already nervous. I'm already yeah. stressing out and overthinking things that I, I just kind of push it out of my head, and I don't really talk to a lot of people around me, so it's not really like I have anybody to bounce ideas or, or things like that off of. Yeah. So I just kind of, I don't know, I just let it eat at me. It's as sad as it sounds. I'm a psychologist too, as well. So yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I know what's going on. But like, awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not you or anything. Yeah, and the thing to, to kind of bounce off of what you were saying is like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 25. I feel like I'm not going anywhere in mm-hmm. life. Well, again, same thing with my brother here. He's been sober about the same time I have been for about six years, and awesome. he ended up going back to college. Oh yeah. Got his degree. Mm-hmm. You know, went four years in college, and he's 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 done a lot. And he. I was embarrassed too because I'm 34. That's awesome. With a bunch of, yeah, bunch of youngins. Oh, he's like, like a like, super, super, super senior. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's. That's awesome. So it's never too late. And again, you know, God's tugging at your heart. There's a lot of yeah. people realize that He calls you and He calls you and mm-hmm. He calls you, but then uh, eventually He's going to give you up to your sin. Yeah. What he does is he's going to sit there and say, look, I'm trying to call you. Mm-hmm. He's lighting that spark. He's trying to spark you. To yeah. Come on, come to me, come to me, call out to me. Yep. But yeah. he, eventually he's going to give you up to your sin. So you don't want that. Yeah, I don't. My yeah. dad told me when I first started using, he was like, look, he's like, at the end of the day, your addiction is only going to lead you to a box. He's like, whether you're in a cell or you're, you know, in the ground, he's like, you, you need to like figure out what you want to do with yourself. And I'm just like. Like right now, I feel like when I the very first time I ever went to detox, I felt like I woke up from like, 
like a time warp, like a, like a coma. Like I was using so heavily for so long and it wasn't even that long, it was like three months. Yeah. My whole life went downhill. Like I lost my job, I was a manager at Starbucks, I had just got my first car, like by myself off the lot. Like I was doing so good and I just destroyed my life completely in three months. And so when I finally went to detox and I woke up the first time, like I was like, whoa, like I was like outside myself. And I feel like I haven't felt that until like recently, you know what I'm saying? Like I find myself outside of my own self and I'm just like, whoa, like, yeah. It's, it's crazy, like, and, I, and a lot of times I don't know what's going on and I'm, I'm a super spiritual person, you know what I'm saying? Like, one thing you can't shake is my faith in God, you know what I'm saying? I know that that's real and I know that. See, you have a leg up, I was an atheist and I found all this spiritual warfare even in atheism too. Yeah, <laughs> so see? I, I, so. Yeah, yeah. For a long time, I didn't, you know what I'm saying, I would, I would call myself an atheist because I just didn't know. Yeah. What I've come down to is that there's something out there greater than me, and it's for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that there's something out there that's working against me. Yeah. So I know yeah. that there has to be a balance, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. I know that this is coming for me, there's one that's there, you know what I'm saying, to comfort me as well. There's a God, there's a devil. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I'm like, whatever you want to call it, whatever you pray to, that's cool, but, like, I just know that the universe, it speaks to me, and I listen. So I'm just... I'm trying to do the right thing, I guess, with trying to have my cake and eat it too, and that's like, that's not working. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I was like, now I've kind of reached this fork where I'm just like, okay, well, I have to make a decision if I'm if I'm gonna be, you know, against me or for me, and yeah. it's just, ugh. I let it be up in the air sometimes. I'm like, whatever. You know, what? you just said against me or for me. I have to interject again because that is Romans eight, and it says, uh, if God is for us, who can be against, against us? us. <laughs> that's the you use the exact Same. phrase of scripture. And you yeah. Yeah. See, I'm so, like, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. So you Come on, maybe I was a nun in my last life. So, uh, <laughs> scriptural, like, guru. So, so somebody starts saying something, I'm like, oh, no, that's Romans 8. That's Romans 1. That's yes, I love yeah. that. He's so, very knowledgeable, yeah. my brother. Is. See, and I love that, because then that lets me know that I'm thinking the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even though I don't know that, and you, like, you just, like, confirming that or, or like, reassuring yeah. me that. So it's not a question. Yeah. Hey, do, you, do yeah. we have a Bible? Do you have a Bible? I have one. I don't. Okay, I used to have we, a little mini one, but I don't have it anymore. We, we have one, yeah. Yeah. We'll get you one, okay? Heck yeah. Um, you know, well, that's... that's over okay, that's the manual to life, okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I always ask this at the end... Of, we'll get that to you right now, but I yeah. always ask this at the end of the interviews because uh, it kind of hits home, makes kind of makes kind of feel. If, if your siblings were to see this video, what would you want to tell them? because I'm not a sorry person. Um, I guess I would just tell them that I love them. And that no matter where my addiction takes me, if I die today, I want them to know that I love them. You know what I'm saying? And that I know they love me too. That's all I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right, we love you. Okay. Thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be here for you. If you want us you want that help, if you want to get right, you want to get clean, yeah. then we'll be here for you, okay? I guess I just don't want to do it by myself, and that's just scaring me. That's, that's, that's my crutch right now, is that I'm like, damn, I don't know if I can do this, but no, you like can. I said, I You're, survive every day we're out stronger. here. I promise you, we're stronger than we realize. Yeah. But, you know, we, I draw that strength from Christ, and that's what you should do. Yeah. Okay? Call out to him. I'm like, I'm already on the right path, I guess, so. Yeah, and this isn't coincidence. Yeah, okay? absolutely, there's, I know, and I almost did, a, and I almost left before you guys got reason. here. So yeah. that's why I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yep. Okay. For sure. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right.
Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to that episode. I hope that uh, it was edifying, if it was educational to you. Remember, when these guys do these videos, it's not to exploit the people that they're talking to, but it's to help educate others, um, as well as show benevolence and, and uh, gospel proclamation to the people that we're talking to but we also hope there is an educational component to this as well too and, and also you can see the type of people that Nick and James are trying to get off the streets and uh, to this point they've had uh, some success it's not easy working with um, some homeless people because of how long they've been out there the type of addiction that they're struggling with and where they're at you know, in life um, but they keep on doing it a few days a week every week they are they are out there and many times are on call and some of the people that they meet uh, will call at certain hours and they'll, they'll rush out in the middle of the night and, and help these people um, when they can um, with whatever they can so check them out cups of cold water ministry on Facebook Instagram and YouTube check out all the videos there if you'd like to partner with them um, help them with some resources they do always need um, some financial support to get some of the people um, some clothes toiletry items and bus passes so they can get to places around the valley and uh, as always uh, prayer prayer is a big thing for for every single one of them um, comment on the YouTube videos let them know that you're praying for uh, the episodes that you watch for the people on that episode uh, and as always, these episodes are sponsored by The Standard Beard Care. Head over to thestandardbeardcare.com. And remember, when you partner with us, uh, many of your purchases, especially on t-shirts and soaps, um, will also help donate to Cups of Cold Water Ministry. So basically, every time you buy a shirt or a soap from thestandardbeardcare.com, we turn around and donate one shirt or one soap depending on what it was that you bought uh, to the cups of cold water ministry as well too so we're looking to do more here in 2023 i can't believe we're right here at the end of 2022 but uh look for more content from the build a beard blog uh, hopefully you enjoyed the story hour and there's going to be more episodes like that to come and we're going to have some exciting news Coming very very soon on the story hour for children as well so well that's it for this episode thank you for listening and grace and peace in all your travels love you guys